Do you work in employment services? The Wayfinders is a podcast where we help you help people. Hosted by Bounce Australia founder, Maria Smith. Each month, we chat with people who have had their own wayfinding experience and get their valuable employment insights, advice, and tips. Welcome to the Wayfinders podcast. Potential lives here. Okay, hi everyone and welcome to today's podcast. I'm actually really inspired to be sitting in front of this person today. Um, You know, you come across some people in your time and employers in particular, and sometimes they share a story that deeply inspires you because you realize how much they get it, the importance of helping people, engaging with people, developing your people, and actually just giving people a go. And I think, Part of why I wanted to connect with Windsor today was he's got a few really powerful stories that um, I I can't wait for for you all to hear. Um, So welcome to the podcast today. Oh, thanks, Maria. Yeah, Yeah, and um, yeah, good, great. Well, we we are what we call ourselves wayfinders. So (laughs) part of our whole process is just understanding what people do that works and understanding strategies um, that you've implemented within your business. So, um, Windsor, do you want to talk a little bit about where you're from, your business, and a little okay. history about you too? All right. Um, yeah, I'm the uh, site manager of Edland Foods in Maryborough. Um, we're coming up for three three-year anniversary, uh, so that's gone quite quickly. Wow, yeah. Uh, we moved to the town to set up a brand-new facility, uh, generate employment and uh, put back in into the community and that's that's what really attracted me to this job and, mm. and to this community. Uh, I think we've talked about it before, like coming to Maryborough was like coming back home for mm. me. Um, I grew up in Mornington, which was technically a country town back then. Mm. It was well away from anywhere and... Um, yeah, and it's just just got the similar feel. Mm, yeah, yeah. So it's just been wonderful. Yeah, that's great. And so just tell me a little bit about what Edlin Foods does. Okay. Uh, so Edlin Foods, uh, it's a food manufacturing plant, uh, supplies into food services. So you rarely see it in, in the shop. Probably the closest that people come to is like, wow, I saw your, your milkshake um, brand behind the counter in a, a milk bar or, or so forth. So all, all the toppings and so. Um, so some of the things that we make here in, in Maryborough is uh, scones and muffins and cake mixes and all dry blend things that go into restaurants and hotels and uh, all, the, all the back of uh, uh, big industry food um, suppliers. Yep. Great. And so are there other locations for Edland Foods as well? Yep. So we've got, uh, we've got the Maryborough Manufacturing Plant. We've got the Epping Manufacturing Plant. Uh, we have uh, warehouse of distribution in, in Sydney and Queensland. Wow. And we also uh, we partner with uh, lots of distribution centres all over Australia. Okay, great. Uh, so our product's everywhere. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, also, we uh, export to New Zealand some products. So. Wow. Okay, well, yeah. that's really great. Well, I know having you here in um, in Maryborough in Central Victoria has made a massive impact on 
um, our town, not just in terms of the, the business, but also your role um, as site manager and the impact you're having in our community and, and how you volunteer and give back, I think is such great leadership. So oh, I just you. really acknowledge that. Um, so I think for our listeners, the, the biggest thing that, um, you know, for us in an industry where, you know, it's all about supporting people to find the next step, um, whether it's employment um, or training or the thing that makes sense for them, I think in context to employment, it's really important that um, a lot of the consultants that are working with um, job seekers looking for that thing, we want to understand what it is employers are looking for. You know, what is it that you look for when someone comes into that that um, office for the interview with their resume? What's important to you? What is it that says for you, yes, I want to give them a go? I think these are the pieces of information that are really important for mm. when we're helping someone find work, what can they do to engage with you? And that's the stuff I'd really love to explore with you today. Yeah. So, nice. yeah. So what is it when you are looking to hire people, what do you look for? Um, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting one because uh, setting up the plant here, um, I suppose the skills that we were looking for was around food handling and, and mm. uh, manufacturing. And it, be, it become obvious very, very quickly that uh, the skills can be trained. It's more the cultural piece mm. that uh, really sets you up for success. Yeah. Um, so can you tell me a little bit more about the cultural piece? So what is yeah. it? What is because that's a that is thrown around a lot. You know, the idea yeah. of culture, and I think sometimes people hear that, and it's like, what what's the tangible thing that is culture? So when you say culture, what do you mean? Yeah, no, great question. Uh, so some key key indicators for me is um, how they can work within a team, uh, how they present themselves, uh, the way that they communicate. Uh, our, our values is uh, innovation, respect, integrity and passion. Mm. Uh, nothing about efficiency and doing things quickly, and, mm. um, but it's underpinned by the human being factor of it. Uh, so when, when I'm going through an interview, I am looking at the skills, but I'm looking at what the person's done as part of their development and growth. Mm. Particularly in youth, uh, I look for volunteer type mm. work. Oh, right, yeah, um, great. So if they've stepped out of and doing things just because they want to help someone or want to participate and put back in, it, it's a key indicator to me of the type of person that's going to come and, and join into the team. Yeah. They're not always going to do it because they're told to do it. Yeah. They're going to do it because it's the right thing to do mm. and, and yeah. they, uh, they're really passionate about it. So that's a really important distinction because I know that for in employment services industry, when you know we're talking about getting job seekers to consider the things they can do to ramp up their resume, um, to help them out in terms mm. of when they do get chosen for a role, there is that opportunity to volunteer. Um, there are programs that support that, but at the end of the day, what you're saying is that that actually stands out for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've become really aware of it. I, I worked for Coca-Cola for five years mm. and uh, and I was lucky enough to one year run the pro, uh, postgraduate recruitment program and just some, some amazing young people come through there. Uh, high performers as far as school and academic. And the the thing that 
really stood each person out was what they were doing out in mm. the community. Mm. And oh, just, it, it opened up my eyes to that fact. That, mm. and, and that really flowed into the team. Like, we, we knew they were high achievers as far as their profession and, and the career they were after. Once we got that uh, volunteer piece and saw what they were doing, when they applied that in the workplace, all of a sudden you could see it coming to life as far as a great culture. Mm. And the, the, the way that they handled themselves and, and just went about their business was just, they didn't treat it as a job. Mm. It was like it was part of who they were. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I it was love real that. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I think it's so... I just love that that's what you see as, as important as well mm. and, and that distinction of culture in terms of how they're engaging with what they've done outside of the workplace and then what they bring into the workplace is really great. Hey. So, Windsor, I know that you, um, you've you shared a story around when you've interviewed in the past a couple of um, younger people and, you know, their journey of, of understanding that in a, in a lot of ways, a lot of people that haven't worked in a long time and maybe they've never worked uh, or maybe they've been unemployed 5, 10, 15 years plus. And it's oftentimes they move out of the cycle of employment and, and a part of them has, has sort of forgotten that piece or they've never had the experience of it. And um, there's something you had shared with me once, and I'd love for you to share for our listeners your story around, you know, having a couple of people come to you and talk about the experience of what they really wanted to do and what you were prepared to do as an employer. Because to me, this is what stands out as an employer of choice is that you made the choice to do this. And I'd love for you to share that. Yeah, yeah. no, great. No, I'd love to share it. Um, we, I, I have a small portion of my workforce as a casual uh, type employment, and and that's deliberate. It's I was lucky enough to have two or three people come through that said up front they don't see their passion as being in manufacturing, but they wanna they wanna learn work skills mm. so they can move on, and and, and I'll, I'll rattle off the list of what they wanted to do. So we had two people that wanted to go into um, aged care and nursing. We had one guy that wanted to be a diesel mechanic. We had one guy that wanted to be a police officer. We've got two people currently that want to be school teachers. And all of these, all of these people that come through, and we really encourage them to be upfront um, so we can support them to get to where they actually mm. want to be. Um, I suppose the uniqueness of what we're trying to do is you don't have to stay at Edland Foods. It's great if you choose that as your long-term career, but if we can use it as a stepping stone, it, it not only develops them, it actually had to help, helps develop my leadership team. Because, uh, you know, it's not, it's, I suppose it's not the normal thing to do to help people move on past mm. your business. But I've, I've seen my leadership team step up and go, wow, how, how do we help this person? If, they, if they're going to be a teacher, maybe we get them involved in some of the decision-making processes at the, the plant. Mm. Um, and, yeah, it, it really just opens up everything that we do on a, a daily basis. Mm. Um, and as people move on, they take that good news story with them, mm. which spreads, I suppose, the word, the word, 
and the culture within the town. Mm. Um, so as far as a strategy is concerned, yeah. you've got that le- leadership development piece when you, you know, they're able to actually work and help someone that may not be sticking around, but you can have mm. them learn how to develop somebody outside of that industry, which is mm-hmm. really great. The other chunk, though, is what does this do to your engagement in the workplace? Um, yeah, great question. Um, particularly, though, the people that are working towards that, you know, further study or mm. further career, like they're highly engaged mm. and, yeah, it, it can't help but rub off on people around them. Mm. And when we share the stories and, and we talk to, you know, employees that see their career at Edlin and make sure that they know that they're part of helping this person with the journey, um, everyone takes a lot of pride in that, mm. you know. Um, and, yeah, as I said, it's, it's not the normal thing to do, but I've, I've seen a small team of people embrace that mm. and it, it's becoming more the normal now. It's yeah. like... Okay, so where where do you see yourself in five years? Mm-hmm. And yeah, the whole team's helping them them get there. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's a lot of pride in it. Yeah, that's great. And I love that the story that gets told after, yeah. you know, that people can go out and share. And so it obviously raises your profile as an employer of choice. And so people can start to think about Edlin Foods, but also it becomes a place that maybe people hadn't heard about it. And so suddenly it changes that conversation, you know. Yeah, mm. yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been lucky enough to do some work with um, Go Goldfields on job readiness. Mm. Um, did some mock interviews up at Met School. And similar thing, had had a wonderful experience there. We were, we were running the mock interviews, so young people getting some practice. So when they go for their job of choice, they've at least, you know, taken some rough edges mm. off and, and had a bit of a go. Mm. Met a real a, a young guy there that had plan A. Uh, he wanted to be a, a game tester. And I'm thinking, you know, young guy just wants to play on video games. And he actually shared he didn't like video games. He wanted to be a game tester. Knew the technical details around it. I said, okay. And so what's plan B? He goes, I want to be a chef. You know, if, mm. if I can't get in there, I want to be a chef. And so he was talking a little bit about that. And I'm like, so what What are you doing on that front as well? And he, he talked about he was volunteering at the footy club and he was doing stuff and cooking. And so th- this guy was really, really inspiring. Um, that's a sort of mindset, I suppose, I want to bring into my, my workplace mm. and be known as. Like I, I saw that that young guy just doing that on his own, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, wow, yeah, that that's actually happening here yeah. in town. Yeah. So now, if we can structure that in our workplace, and that's impressive, isn't it? Because yeah. it means that they're getting that kind of result, and um, it changes the culture in the workplace, but yeah. also you're changing a community. Yeah. You know, which absolutely. is wonderful. And the, the the stepping stone from that was, we ran. It was almost like a career day at Edlin Foods where you know, some young people from Mech come up and we ran them through a list of all the different jobs that are in manufacturing at Edlin Foods. Because uh, a lot of people think it's yeah, just packing something into a mm. box, but it's got, it's got everything 
as far as running a company mm. from sales to admin to HR to research and development to maintenance, um, supervision, management. Mm. Um, there's all different careers within every single organisation. Mm. It's just how you view that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I love it. So I suppose a lot of, um, so certainly we're going to have some listeners that are out there that I know you're in that um, looking for the next job, looking for opportunity, and it's really great information to understand what you look for. And I suppose, you know, one of those things for consultants that are helping people sort of prep for an interview, what is it you would like them to know so that when the candidates come in for jobs that you're able to see that there's an opportunity there. What do you want them to know? Um, what, what I'm looking for is um, probably the thing that impacts me straight away when I sit with someone is if they actually know about the organisation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, have they done a little bit of research and just, um, I suppose I connect that to the passion side of our, our mm. um, values. So if they've gone out of their way to, to research it, understand the business a little, don't need to understand all of it, but um, at least know what we're about. Mm. Then if they can demonstrate, um, I suppose, integrity as well, what I mean by that is in that interview be authentic and real. You know? mm. Tell us about the things that they're really good at, but also be willing to share the gaps mm. um, and what they're doing or would like to do to try and close those gaps. Yep. Because we're, we're not after perfection walking in the door. Mm. We're after someone that's going to be real, um, upfront, willing to give it a go and I suppose coachable. Yep, great. Yeah. yeah. I love the distinctions you make in terms of, you know, someone coming in and oftentimes we think interviews are about, I'll tell you how great I am and my Mm. perfection. And I love that you're not seeking that because the reality is there's a human beingness in who we are, right? So understanding the gaps, but also being clear on the strategies, I think is a really big takeaway. So I think for a lot of the listeners we have, it's about understanding how do I cultivate that conversation with someone I'm working with and get them um, prepped for that so that when they go into that interview. I actually wonder, what do you do when you clearly can see someone coming in that's really nervous? What do you think about that? Uh, I suppose I connect that to they do care, Mm. yeah, Yeah. and try and... I've got a little model that um, that we operate under, and it's called SQP, safety, quality, then productivity. So the, it's a three-step process. The very first step is around safety. So when I see someone that's nervous or whatever, my, my passion around that is how do I create this safe environment and make it okay for them? Mm. And so look, yeah. Um, just relax in it, make a little bit of fun, um, maybe distract the topic a little, yeah. you know, just get off the job and just uh, understand the, the human being. Mm. And once they're present in the room and they're comfortable, then just allow it to be yeah, it's safe and free-flowing and, um, and it's amazing what comes out. Mm. Uh, yes, we want to hear about the skills and I've done this, and, but 
our starting point is is a human being. Mm, I love that. I think um, years ago, a long time ago, uh, when I was recruiting and we had a week-long training and the intensive training piece was around getting uh, candidates to be comfortable and relaxed mm. because the more relaxed and comfortable they are, the more they're going to be open and sharing and you get to know them. And I love that that's your approach. Um, and I know there are employers out there that sometimes someone's been promoted and they're a supervisor, but they don't have the skill of interviewing. So what do you sort of recommend for somebody coming into an interview in terms of preparation? So you've said know about your business and, and have a passion for that. But what else would you recommend they do? Um, I and I suppose yeah. just to clarify, how important is the resume to you? Uh, the the resume is it's it's a little bit of a window. Mm. Um, I I look for a resume that on the very first page you've got a summary of the person, and then if you want more detail, you'll go through all the other bits. Mm. Um, you've you've probably seen lots of resumes that come across. It's not about it's got fifteen sixteen pages. Mm. Um, it, it really is like, does that first page give you the headline mm. that you're now interested in and you, you want to know more about this person? Um, a person needs to come to that interview and actually understand their resume because sometimes they're trying to read off it and, you, mm. know, and, you know, it's like, hang on, someone's written this for you. Yeah. Uh, it really has to be a reflection of who they are. Yeah. Wow. That's a really important yeah. distinction. So... Because I think a lot of times someone's done the resume for mm. that person. And um, I know that's, you know, I, I've had that case for myself in the past where someone else has done it for me and um, years ago. And it was like, oh, wait, this isn't me. And I think there's something about that. Like, mm. is this me? Is this reflecting me? So I know for us, a lot of our uh, job coaches and, and the consultants and people that are in the industry, especially those that market job seekers into jobs, is understanding the quality of that resume, but also making sure it has, you've said that headline yeah. and that bit of stamp of personality as well. And not that it's a generic one, that it does feel like it's got personality in it. Yeah, I saw a few um, unique ones come across my desk. And I, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but I, a couple of people put their photo on, mm. on their resume. Do you like that? I loved it. It was, okay. it was a couple of young yep. young guys, and mm. and just because they had that in there and they had the personal touch, it's like, come in, yeah. Come in, I, I really need to meet you. Yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was just a point of difference. Yes. Yeah, and I don't mind reading a bit of a story that just again shares a little bit about the the person. Yeah, yeah. Um, as I said, probably earlier, the skills of the job, we we can train and teach mm. people those yeah um it really is like is, is that person going to be a good cultural fit for us yeah, yeah yeah and so when um oftentimes we we have our program the bounce program that is is a employability soft skills mm. program and inside of that we talk about the on the way job and you know the job you do until you get to where you want to go and i love mm. that you already have that sort of built into the culture piece that people are on their way to the next job and they come to you to learn job skills or to get them through get them by and i suppose the part that is again that culture piece but the soft skills that you look for with somebody um, because that words that is one of those words that people sort of say and talk about 
But what does that mean to you and how do you identify it in a job interview? Uh, some of the standard approaches is like, you know, just tell us about how you worked in a team and have you come up against some uh, resistance in a team and competing priorities and just you get a feel for, you know, the empathy of that person. Mm-hmm. Are they mm-hmm. are they going to go out of their way to help someone else that is struggling mm. or are they just really, really just focus on what they're doing and which doesn't make them a bad person. It's mm. just... Uh, you know, it's just a different way of looking at things. Um, so it is it is a little bit of questioning around corners just to try and understand, well, um, will they be really conscious in a team? Will mm-hmm. they be uh, not doing their own task and letting someone else struggle because mm. uh, we're only a small team at Edland Foods up here and if one person's struggling we're all struggling and we're looking for that person that has that ability to go well I, I, I need to jump in there and help even though that person's not asking for help mm. yeah mm. I'm not sure if I answered your question no you actually got yeah. it right like you got you totally nailed it because it's that Oftentimes people don't understand what you're looking for in the soft skill space when you go to a job interview. And that was the part that is, it's those, the team building piece, or maybe sometimes it's about understanding, you know, how do they, um, what do they think it is to be reliable and and having the integrity. And you've touched on a lot of these things as well. And, um, and again, you're talking about you'll teach the skill. And I think that's it. That's an important element as well. So one of the things that we have, uh, we work with providers across Australia and um, a lot of our listeners are definitely going to be in um, Queensland and New South Wales, Victoria um, and all across there helping job seekers find a job and find their way. Mm. And um, and I'm just wondering, like, I, I just really love how you are and just how <laughs> you, you just get it. It's so great. And there are so many employers that having even if there's employers listening to this to listen to how powerful it is but the impact it has to the culture to the community but to you as a leader as well and so i wanted to just ask the question if we do have any um of our listeners out there that may be in some of the areas you mentioned um and some of our providers is there an opportunity for them to connect with edlin foods across australia to um, to have conversations or to understand how they can network in and maybe have the opportunity for some of their job seekers to meet with somebody. Because a lot of times, as you said, you were helping some young kids at school understand what it is to have a job interview and, and that experience. And sometimes some people just need that experience. Is, yeah, is right. that something Edlin Foods would be open to looking at? Yeah, absolutely. Um, happy for anyone to make contact with myself yeah, through, through yeah. Edlin Foods yeah. or... Through, I've got a profile on LinkedIn. Yep. Um, yeah, I've been working with the committee for Maryborough here in town as mm. well, and and yeah, there is a real passion around trying to help people be job ready. Mm. Go Goldfields is focusing on it. There's a lot of focus, and obviously bounces. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a massive passion mm. of, of your own. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Anyone that wants to reach out. Yep. Um, 
We'll make sure we provide the details yeah. with this um, recording for anybody if they want to reach yeah. out directly with you. And I just think that's an important piece to understand that oftentimes in the industry, it's about linking to employers and, and really building a relationship of trust, but understanding that, you know, what can they do to make it work even better for employers. And this is part of this series is about understanding what employers do look for yeah. and what really works for them as well. And just strengthening that tie and that bond between the industry that's helping people find employment and the employer piece as well. So a lot of that focus is um, just this sort of information that's really significant for a lot of people to hear. Mm. Yeah. So just in, in wrapping up, is there anything else you want to share, Windsor? Any any insights or anything? Insights. Any um, burning sharing that you want to have? Yeah. Uh, I suppose just just from a Maryborough point of view, like um, little country town, and um, I I see it developing into a centre of excellence mm. around you know job uh, readiness mm. programs. Uh, we're on a bit of a mission, you know. Uh, it just feels right here. It mm. feels like we've got the education system, we've got you know bounce to supporters, we've got council, we've got mm. everyone primed and ready to go. Wow, we're going to do things differently. Mm. And there's there's a lack of fear as well. I think mm. it's like let's just give it a go. Yeah, and jump you know? in. Yeah, because yeah, you know, yeah, we're already seeing great results. Mm. So you know, how do we? How do we speed it up and how do we expand it? Mm. Um, so it's very exciting. It's, Which uh, is fantastic, yeah. yeah. And look, I suppose in some ways there's other communities and people that are listening to this that there's no reason why this model can't be applied in other areas and communities. And even within the cities, that understanding that when you make those networks and connections with the employers and providers and council that um, and and training providers and service providers, you're actually enriching the lives of people as because it, it's a wraparound service. It isn't just one thing, and um, I think this really is where we need to be and within our community and other communities. So, um, for those listening, it really is about figuring out how do I network and connect and build those relationships. And I suppose there's such a high value for you that you're really driven by making a difference, yeah, you know, and that's who you are and you're living and breathing that. So right. I really appreciate you doing this, Windsor. Oh, thanks and um, I just, I yeah. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, well, that's it for today. And uh, I really, uh, I just love this conversation. So if you have any questions or anything you'd love to ask, if you want to reach out to Windsor, Windsor will be providing that information as well. So thanks and we'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to today's Wayfinder podcast, helping you help others find their way.